Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. It's August 5th, 2019. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. No toot toot, which I think is very inappropriate given the. Uh, I should have like popped both courses. The, the love that you got for the toot toot. There we go. I like it. Make sure you guys can hear us in the trap after last week's debacle where I blamed Kevin for everything wrong in my life, even though it was my fault. I took so much shade from you last yep. week. Oh. oh, I am Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, my compadre, my uh, my partner in crime, Mr. Kevin Bradley. How's it going, dude? It's it's going well. Feel good. Good. Great. Feeling good. Feeling good. Thank it's you a good guys. Good way to be. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in with us, or tuning in to us on this Monday night. No, in with us because you guys are part of the show, or, or you guys are as much a part of the show as we are. Well, um, more so than Dan, anyway. Yeah, it's it's weird. We actually found out tonight. Yeah, um, Dan, we haven't updated. Dan hasn't even heard yet. Uh oh, it's it's this gonna be breaking like, news. It's gonna be like those basketball players. I found out I was getting traded whenever on Instagram. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Um. So so how let's let's first tell everybody how this how this do we want to give up problem. this you want to give up the surprise that's gonna come yeah because I. I'm going to put some heat on him and hopefully some of the listeners will as well to keep up his end of the deal. Cause we really wanted to make it work because of the match that we have tomorrow against Orlando it is, city. It is a very short Orlando hate week, but hate week regardless, nonetheless, nonetheless, 
I'd be remiss if I didn't call it a hate week. Exactly. So uh, we were going to get our boy Lee on the show. Yes. Uh, Lee, what is his Twitter handle? Oh, Lee M W. Yeah, L M W two nine eight five seven three four two some shit. I don't know. Um, it's just L M W underscore three three seven. Yeah. So uh, we we're going to get him on, and lo and behold, we were setting up the stream, which we have done for six years now through Google Hangouts and Hangouts on Air. Yeah. So, yeah. So we started off the podcast. We, I feel like we reminisce about the, the beginnings of this so often, but I, I think each one has a point. So we started this off. We used this, like, what was it called? A Malto Skype call recorder or something like that. Yeah. You and I did that for, yeah. like, 20 episodes, something like that. And finally, you're like, I just saw this article. We need to do this on Hangouts. Yeah. And so you, you set it up with the, um, you set it up with your YouTube account and they connect because they're both Google. And then you record on Hangouts on air. You go live and then it feeds to your YouTube t- channel. You could pull that video down. Take and the it works audio. great because we use Gchat for everything. And it's been, we do. it was just like a seamless transition. But Google is killing Hangouts. And, and it, it was looks a matter like of time. it was the it, they've been saying for a while. Whenever we go to set up the live stream, it does say that Hangouts is like legacy yeah. and that it's not going to be supported forever. And finally, we went to go do the the show. Invite Lee on with us, and lo and behold, it was not there. It's been discontinued. So we're gonna have to figure out a new way to do remote remote broadcasts, and, and right. most likely it's gonna be through Skype. Yeah. So we got to figure that out. So um, I say we don't figure it out, and then Dan has to be in the studio with us. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we got some we got some homework on our end, and any of you other I know we've got some other people that are in the Atlanta United content community and stuff like that. We talk to you guys offline, but even if you do side projects or whatever, if you have any recommendations for streaming platforms and stuff, I know Twitch is another potential opportunity. Yeah, I don't know how true. you um, cross pollinate. Speaking that of stuff. Twitch, it seems like the. The stream is a little choppy. Sorry about that, guys. It was glitching a little bit. We got a lot of familiar faces in the house. Joe Johnstone, Michelle, Elliot Beaven, uh, Will Balron. Bowron? Balron. 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 Richard Gordon, thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys are listening to us. like He's borrowing your stuff. Borrowing your stuff. Okay. Yeah. 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 So if you guys are. He borrowed it. If you guys are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher, make sure that you guys leave a rating and or a review we will read it live on the show we did get a couple new ratings no new reviews we got a couple more new ratings oh wait no i guess we did that was the week before man i'm getting i'm getting you a little too excited yeah you are we're not gonna hit 200 oh I'm as, as bill holcomb says who likes to creep on me and post pictures of it because he's a section <laughs> over from us um smash that like button guys make sure that you guys get everybody into the trap tell your friends tell two friends tell four friends if you got them i I don't know how much of this information I can say. Well, it's it's two points. Joe gotta, Johnstone mentioned Joe Johnstone mentions all I know is when is the next RB sponsored meet and greet, which we have a whole topic of discussion about sponsoring events and uh things that take place whether for a show or for a um Atlanta United fan base. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Brings me to my next point, which is that Without getting into too much specifics of her personal life or dealings, um, Katie works in advertising and works for a company that works with Arby's who does all their social media campaigns and marketing and stuff like that. And she 
told me that she has reached out to because she knows the person that does all of their little uh, cardboard cutouts for all their yes. stuff. She's going to commission me <laughs> Arby's cutout thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm going to try to get I'm, – I'm, it's tough because I want to get – I just want to get – There's they always post so much cool stuff. I'm like, I want this. I want that. But I think we need to get an Arby's Home Before Dark logo. Yes. Like on the Arby's cardboard. Oh my God. With the cowboy hat on it and everything. <laughs> How awesome would that yeah, be? Yeah, that would be pretty great. It is a cowboy hat, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a Pharrell hat. Huh? Which came first, the Arby's hat or the Pharrell? Are you saying Arby's is now sponsoring Pharrell Williams? No, I think it happened is the other way. Is he their new spokesman? I think Pharrell sponsored Arby's chef? and then took it over. If you don't, Do you remember that? Like which came first, Pharrell or the hat? Ooh. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Arby's. Pretty sure it's the American Great Arby's. Not to say that Pharrell Williams is not is not an American classic. I'm saying they're both American classics, and yet the Arby's hat came first. Oh, absolutely. For the culture, I'm, I'm guessing that's uh, Big Grego tonight saying those stickers look great tonight. We do have our uh, our FTC, our For the Culture stickers uh, sitting yeah. out front. We also got one on our mixer. I don't know if you guys can see that right there. Right there. It's one of two. On the mixer. Uh, yeah. And if you guys haven't listened to them, go over and check out uh, Greg and Ringo and Tony at, at For Their Culture, FTC, UTD. All right. People are getting a little impatient. By people, I mean Michelle. Why? Because she's asking us, how about that game? Well, are we going to talk about the game or are we going to talk about the antics beforehand? Thoughts on the the biggest hubbub coming out of that game okay. was about the sponsor Tifa. Was it? I, I thought so. I thought it was about the fact that Joe Johnstone was correct. We haven't seen that Unite flag in a while. Uh, that was another one. I don't know who's to answer for that. I want to put it on DeAndre because he was so bad at waving it initially <laughs> that I feel like he's somehow tied to that. God, we love you, DeAndre, and that's why we're picking on you for that. But. <laughs> I think it's his fault. Yeah. He may be indirectly associated hey, with that. I would say Angie's, Angie, both of Angie's flags were waving pretty in full force. Yeah, it was real cool. Over the weekend. Yeah. Real good. Saw so, that on so, TV so, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> saw that one a lot. So the, uh, it's not a competition, but yeah, saw does, the gold, gold, does hurt a little bit. Golden boots were flying pretty strong before the game, and then the uh, Kings of the South flag came out. Um, let's see. Game on Saturday. You're right, though. Okay. I want to get your thoughts because... No, we, I already asked you your okay. thoughts. Um, I had the Tifa ruined for me before I got in there. Somebody showed it to me, which it didn't like ruin it. I don't mean that in a way like I actually felt like it ruined it for me. Yeah. Somebody spoiled like it. Like Snape yeah. kills Dumbledore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you want me to pull up that clip and no, play it don't. for the full two minutes? No, let's not do that again. <laughs> let's please not do that. Anyway, they showed it to me. I was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, it's nothing like super original. But It was the, not as good as the Vamos ATL one. No, no, no. But at the same time... um. I thought it was, you know, at first I was like, okay, this is not anything ground shattering. It's obviously a play, a volume play versus yeah. playing a creativity play or anything yeah. like that. And, you know, I'm fine with that yep. because because I personally, honestly, have had some of those TIFOs go over my head because I didn't get the references. Yeah. Mainly that that Canadian one. I still the don't Izzy, understand. The yeah. Izzy from the Olympics and yeah, your, yeah, ham yeah, exactly. is, your ham is bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes, that one. Exactly <laughs> that one. And I'm guessing you didn't understand it either. <laughs> I just realized what I said when I said it. That was pretty good. <laughs> so with with the TIFO, again, like, I thought it was cool. It, it, 
whenever you have 72,000 people, again, broke the record for attendance on Saturday. Yeah. Walking in, you, you can always tell. It, you can always tell whenever you walk in. It feels to a little a, different. To, it feels so full. I know you weren't, you weren't there. You weren't able mm. to make it on Saturday, but it's, it's more congested. Yeah. And thus, there are more people that lack self-awareness. Have you, have you started getting annoyed? It's like, God, fucking move. Come <laughs> <Sorry>. on. Come <laughs> on. It's just what, move. What's the what's the term from Team Rocket for all the uh, shoebies? Get these fucking shoebies out of here! <laughs> no, I have I have no problem <laughs> Not with Team X- Rocket. It was uh, what was the Nickelodeon show? Oh, the... that's uh, that's Rocket. Uh, Ro- Not Rocket League. What was it? What was the skate guys? What the is, rollerblading kids. What is the skateboarding and rollerblading it show? It was something rocket. Rocket power. Rocket power. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, shoobies. shoobies. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you go into NBS, it's like fucking shoobies. No, I, I honestly... Get your beer and go. Yes, there's a lot. Yes, it's $2 for a hot dog. Come on, get it together. Uh, I So Will, Will uh, Bowron, Bowron says 100% prefer fifty or 45,000 capacity... Matches better atmosphere, more intimate. Uh, Bill Holcomb, <laughs> quote unquote, feels so. Uh, quoting me, saying feels so full. Maybe after Arby's, definitely when it's seventy k plus at the Benz. A hundred percent after dark. Um, hundred <laughs> percent after dark. No, I I hundred I I one hundred percent love the fact that it's full, and. I love the fact that there are new people coming to the game. I'm never going to trash a fair weather person from coming in and filling up stadium no, space that was not, not being all. filled up by diehards. It's not like, it's not like you're keeping some hardcore fan who wasn't able yeah. to get a ticket yeah. out of the game. Yeah. I, don't, I think it's, but yes, you could definitely tell because it just there's always going to be a percentage of people that are extremely so, like unself or self unaware, whatever that they're like walking five wide. Oh, yeah. Instead of walking maybe two by two by yeah. you know one person yeah. to the side or stopping in the like in front like five people in front of the <gasps> pillar, yeah. <laughs> but I will say, but we were all there at one point. Yes, in time. yes we were exactly. all that person. So we were walking in, and I was like, I don't know if we're going to fill up the full stadium, and then um, it started to fill up really fill up really well, and then. I was like, I wonder what the the TIFO is going to look like because so there were like spots certainly um, in both the club sections that were holding up the Forever and the United that looked a little sparse. But I think it, it looked a little sparse, even like the fully like it took me three or four times trying to read Forever to realize that's what it was saying. I was like, is it Atlanta? That just seems too long. Yeah, like it, it kind of started to bleed together. I'm not going to criticize because I know it takes. A lot of work and a lot of effort. So that is my main thing. I think there's a lot of ire being directed towards certain SGs and towards SunTrust in general for sponsoring this. But from my understanding, and you How guys... How the fuck do you get that to happen? Well, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, whether on Twitter, if you're listening to us later after the broadcast, if you guys are in the trap, if you're part of SGs, Kevin and I have intentionally not chosen an allegiance to an SG because we like so many people from so many different SGs. And we don't... And, for what it's worth, whatever platform we do have, we don't want to skew anything. And the one thing I'll say is I think it's awesome, one, that a local company sponsored a TIFO. Hell yeah. I don't think this I, – I get the anti-corporate sentiments, um, but at the same time, time and materials, the materials alone – right. Those, I mean, it was essentially a fire blanket, right? Yeah. I, I was wearing mine like a bib yeah. and like yeah. wrapping up in it before the game. 
but to place the, not just it's the manpower to go around 70,000 yeah. plus seats to go yeah. put those yeah. orchestrate that to have the the manpower there the materials right. everything i mean it, there's always going to be a sponsored sg well the thing that's really or, uh, cool sponsored tifo sorry the really cool um maybe unintended consequence of doing a full stadium card stunt like that is the inherent creativity of the individuals on a large basis when they all have a takeaway, essentially. To your point about, I, I, I saw plenty of photos on Instagram about, you know, people using their foil like bandanas or yep. putting them on like capes or doing whatever and taking pictures and stuff. Like it sparks a certain amount of individual creativity. And so I, I still don't understand. I get it from a 30,000 foot view, but it's also, it's one of those things that it's just, it, it seems a, it seems like a silly thing to get bent over considering that you had to, I mean, if you wanted to do that and it was a certain SG's responsibility to do it or however, the minutia of how it came to we, be, we don't like, deal with the politics of that. Yeah. I, and, I don't, I don't know. All I know is that somehow if you wanted to do that, it needed to get paid for the only ar- counter argument that I've seen to that is that why this game, it wasn't even a big deal. Who's to say what game is more important than another game. It happened. Let it go. Everyone was involved, which I think is special in and of itself, regardless of the little place card in front of everybody's seat that said something about brought to you by SunTrust. Right. So to Will Bauron's point, he said it was an, it was a resurgence design. All SunTrust did was provide cash and have a logo printed on the instruction sheet. Right. Honestly, I, I, I could not care less in what, what, what Greg is saying for the culture saying card stunts are expensive. He said, especially when you do them around the entire stadium. That's my point. It, 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 yeah. To Bill's point too, takes on trust money all day long. As long as they don't, or they're not doing anything but giving the money at this point, they really weren't from if, if that is correct. And, and I, I trust what Will's saying there. I uh, I get it though. I their their politics, their inner politics, a lot of bureaucracy. Whatever happens within the collective of the the SGEs, and there's going to be, um, I don't know. And, and what Greg's saying is that and we'll we'll kind of leave it at that. He says I don't know all the SGs' finances, but it's highly unlikely one SG could afford that on their own. Or it would take a massive amount of fundraising and planning, you know, months in advance for something like this. Yeah, and. You know, for better or worse, I don't know if that's necessarily worth it. There, everybody has day jobs. You know, it's not. Yeah, for sure. So, the, and to your point about why this game, what, what it's not special, whatever. Playing in LA Galaxy is always going to draw eyes. Yep. That's one thing. Exactly. But and it was on the it was an ESPN game, right? Obviously, it's a lot. We'll get into the game in a second. Zlatan didn't play, but right. at the same time, they are one of the perennial favorites or perennial. Um, powerhouses of MLS, and they're always going to draw, and they have a big fan base, to what, from my understanding, and it's always going to draw eyes. But at the same time, I mean, because it doesn't mean anything, doesn't mean you no. don't take advantage yeah. of the seventy-two thousand and and take like a crazy, intricate, more creativity-based or creative-based tifo and put that up during a more important game. I don't know. Right. I thought it was awesome, especially right. the salute. The, the my favorite part of everything prior to the game, you, obviously you weren't there, but the, the kid who got brought in to hit the golden spike, mm-hmm. he's a little five or six year old and they introduced him and he was like, and his mom is serving overseas in either Iraq or Afghanistan. I believe it's Afghanistan. 
And I was like, oh, they're about to bring her on. Like, he has no idea yeah. his mom is in the stadium. Yeah. And sure enough, a few seconds later, the stadium... Did she parachute in? <laughs> like, th- they opened up the roof. <laughs> yeah, like... N- she paratroopered no, in. No, she was hanging in the rafters with a black bat, like Sting. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, had, she, had, she had the white crow face paint on and a leather jacket and she's just waiting <laughs> and then all of a sudden the lights go out and then, <laughs> and then the, she's the next Steam to music plays in his little intro video on the halo board <laughs> <laughs> well, well done tim yes well so, done no but for real they they ended up i mean atlanta would be red and black wolf pack yeah oh for sure yeah too sweet i think that's gonna be my next i'm gonna do the my the home before dark logo shirt this year i, I gotta do uh dirty south soccer already did that dude oh they did yeah oh they, they did, did a dss instead of uh oh. nwo all right well but then dead. they they announced his mom and she comes around from the corner and like it was just, it was awesome that's it was great. emotional that's great it was it was it was amazing and then the two of them the they had a uh her his brother, his sister, her daughter, whatever, yeah. um, and her husband were there, or her partner, um, and then they went up to. It was her and the the son went up and hit the golden spike together. That's awesome. I, I thought it was funny too. I don't know if anybody caught that, but like he went to go hit it a fourth time, and his wife or his his mom's like, no, 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 like <laughs> like something would happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just shatters. But I thought I thought it was fantastic and a good way to start off the game. That plus the tifo and and everything. Oh, not doing it. Uh, Bill Holcomb mentions, I cannot wait for WrestleMania to come to the bench. Is that a planned event? That will be the ultimate Home Before Dark meet and greet if that happens. I believe we need to get a big block of tickets. Yes. But I believe that Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I know WrestleMania is the biggest wrestling event. I believe they usually do that in basketball and hockey. Oh, so it would be over at State Farm. Yes, I believe so. We need to find that out. Because it's usually at like Madison Square Garden or Barclays last year, I think. And then um, I want to say it was down in Orlando at some point. But uh, Yeah, we need to play it. So if that ever happened, that would have to be a massive <laughs> So we talked about it earlier on. Uh, we talked about it last week in the show leading up to the LA Galaxy game on Saturday. That the lineup, especially knowing that Ibra was going to be out. Yep. That Araujo was going to be out. Yeah they were going to be shorthanded and we weren't going to probably, we weren't going to be facing the most fearsome or intimidating lineup that LA galaxy can put out there. And yet we had an opportunity to trot out one of the more fearsome, intimidating lineups aside from a, you know, a couple of pieces that we had some question marks about left back and new LGP would be out specifically. We knew or expected to see a lineup for the first time in, What's it been? Six, seven, eight weeks at least. Frank DeBoer said, "Take all of your." Since we've had all three DPs on the field at the same time, take all of your narratives about who can play with each other, who can't play with each other, and he just said, "I'm gonna fuck with everybody on social media." Yeah, because I'm about to put out the sexiest lineup that Dude. I've put out all year. You're My talking God. about not just playing. Um, you know, Joe Patrick sat across from me a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how he couldn't see. I believe with the back three, I may be, I might be mistaken the way you worded this, but he essentially wouldn't be able to see Barco and PD and yeah. Joseph up there at yeah. the same time, yeah. especially with the back three. And Frank DeBoer said, "Fuck that." Yeah, I said we're doing that. We're doing it. We're doing it. And Not just it. that, but we're gonna look the sexiest we've looked all year. Doing we're it. gonna look so good, they're gonna score for us. 
<laughs> they're going to be like, we're going to be so good. They're going to, if they don't score for us, they're going to hit us so hard that they have to give us a free shot at goal. <sighs> yeah. Tastes good. It tastes real good going down. It's real good. It tastes real good. Making me real, real happy about tomorrow. To Joe Johnstone's point, who's sexier, that lineup or Frank DeBoer? Ooh. 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 Do you keep your underwear in your top drawer or, like, second drawer? Because I'm going to need a pair now. (laughs) I'm sopping. (laughs) (laughs) Is that because you're drinking... You got a mop bucket? uh, Because you're drinking... You got a leaky leaky faucet in here? You just hear a lot of dripping on the floor. Roof leaking? Truly. Truly, I do. (laughs) Oh, Oh boy. Oh, after dark. All right, so lineup. Saw the return of Pogba in the defensive front. Dude, yeah. I I love LGP, but that back line looked great. Yeah. I I really liked the power. So I think Pogba, if I had to to point to somebody that seemed – a little shaky at times. It would be Pogba of really? the group. Yeah, there were a couple and, of times I guess that's when relatively he got, speaking, yeah, too. Yeah, dude. But same time we say it week in week out. Grown ass man, Miles Robinson. The one on one for him to position himself to win that ball in a foot chase, foot yeah. race. Yeah, ridiculous. So, and I say this, and I get looks every time I say it. More, most often, just nods of agreement from people. There's. Um, there's a couple that's in front of us that doesn't really, I would say our section's pretty great. Some, some people kind of keep to themselves in, in some ways, but like I, I said that, uh, I say that pretty much every week, every time he makes a tackle, I'm like, that is a grown ass man. And she looked back and she goes, yep. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I've interacted with that person ever. (laughs) And she looked back in agreement. I was like, yes. Yeah. Um, Miles Robinson not just that, what Will's saying, he said, Miles with the sexy steal and turn in the 18. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he is something else. He is legitimately the best center back in MLS. Yeah, and it's it, it's still hilarious to me that he didn't get the all-star game call, which we didn't even talk about that. He didn't even get, he did not even get on the ballot. Right. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about that all-star game. Oh, nothing? I, I mean, guess, we, I that, guess was when, that was sort of the, the precursor to this weekend where we saw Barco... And Pity on the field at the same time. And Barco, Pity, first of all. Tell, who, tell me about the All-Star game because I honestly did not watch it. Okay. I watched the debates. So between... I tried to because you kept kicking me off of YouTube TV. Fucking turd. God. Me kicking you off? Just kidding. Some bullshit. Why are you even trying to watch the v- debates? You know you're not going to vote that way anyway. What are you talking about? You and I both know there's not a <laughs> snowball's chance in hell. Are you just looking for ammunition is all you're doing? No, I'm not. <laughs> Look at you. Stop it. Okay, let's not. Let's, okay. Um, yeah, Will, Will does make a good point that Orlando won their second and third trophies of the year. That's they won true. The, they won the skills challenge, and what was the third one? EMLS. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so all-star game. Greg, Greg, you're a basketball fan, much like myself. What do you care more about watching as an Atlanta United fan and as an NBA fan? Would you rather watch the all-star weekend and that horrible all-star game we get every year in NBA, or would you rather watch MLS? Like if you were – Or East versus West. 
Would you watch that? Sounds yeah, East versus West would be fun. But would you rather watch MLS All Star Game, NBA All Star Game, or Biker Mice from Mars? Biker Mars from what? what okay, the, yeah, I said that. One. That was pretty easy. I got enough time to watch at least three episodes, and then I'll throw in an episode of Street Sharks on top of it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I re, you know what I really wanted was an Action Hank spinoff from Dexter. Remember. Ooh. I, I barely remember that action. Hank, he was a action figure slash um, slash like movie star in the Dexter universe. I, he was like the equivalent of Shaft, but he was like big and burly and like from the serial killer show. I'm only talking about action. Hank Dexter's lab. Oh, I thought you were talking about the murder. Did I say Dexter? Yes, I meant Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> I was like, what? what is sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when, when did I, they introduce these weird I, I know, <laughs> cultural fa- references? It's like he's like got him on the killing. T- he's like <laughs> making his kill room. It's like I'm act- I'm about to action hate this shit. <laughs> it's like I know fan fiction goes kind of far, but like, all right. So uh, yeah, All Star Game. Pity Martinez could not put a ball anywhere Ooh. within 15 yards around the goal. I it, it I had to go look at a certain point in the match to see if the goals in South America were the same size as they are in North America. <laughs> because to consistently miss it with wide open chances in front of it. Coach Coach Jason Brown could have used him. Was ridiculous. You know what you're saying? Yeah. He, he could have made it independent. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um but Got to see Barco come on, who was arguably the best player in the All-Star game. That's awesome. Uh, so it was really, really great to see both of them on at the same time. And that was really the, the biggest takeaway, aside from Ramondo being two years older than the coaches, much less 30 years older than all the other players on the field. Yeah. <laughs> is he, and is, ends is up he, conceding two of the four goals that Is got he older on. than James O'Connor? He's Ramondo? F- he was, what is he, Forty? He's thirty. 40. I yeah. think he's 40. thirty-nine or forty. But yeah, yeah, he's um, old as fuck. I do like what what Joe Joe Johnstone said that he was cackooing the Orlando fans. Oh yeah, and the other thing was, it was really really cool. All of the Orlando <laughs> fans got on board with the goose chant. Oh yeah, that's awesome. You yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. But fuck David Beckham, fuck Posh Spice. From everything I've heard, <laughs> no, the crowd mics have had quite a week, to say the least, uh, between yeah. the All-Star game and then Bedoya Philly, last yeah. night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what did Doug Robertson think about the crowd mics down the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh... How old is Ramondo, though? Somebody give me that number. I'm pretty I believe sure it's 40. he's 40. It's, it's either 39 or 40. I looked it up, and I was like, why the fuck is he out there right now? This is ridiculous. He broke his wrist. His arthritis gave way to let one goal, and he had it covered. Gets gets a fingertip to it, and then he blew out his hip trying to save the other one. So, yeah, real he, cool. He's got arthritis? Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. Or no, it's bronchitis. Yeah, it's bronchitis. <laughs> um, I'm about to say, but he – they just shut out – or not shut out, but – and I believe he played in that – I believe he played in the game uh, on He's Saturday. He's played in six All-Star games. If I'm not mis- if I'm not mistaken, yep. He played in that win that they had against NYCFC. So I can't knock him too hard. Oh, well. 
Playing against Atletico Madrid is no easy feat. I mean, uh, they do have the, the highest. The next Ronaldo. Yeah. They have uh, Diego Costa. They have Coke. I don't know if Coke was out on the field, but. No, I know that Jao or Jao Felix. Yeah, he's the new. He out, yeah, he's the new Ronaldo. One. Yeah. He was the one that he scored a pretty nice goal. Yeah. So back to uh, our Tony. Match. Tony Neisel says Ramondo's out for the season with diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> his dementia set in. He can't find his way back to the training but it's, facility. But it's it's great that he his dementia setting in because I always say as a professional athlete you have to have you a really short. Res- you have you to have a really- <laughs> You have to really you gotta put this game behind you and look forward to the next. Gotta, well done. You have to have a really well short done. memory. Well what done. You... That's what's really led to his longevity <laughs> in the league, if you think about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Our match against Galaxy. So we got the lineup. Okay. Lineup comes out. No Remedy. Right. Which I think is the right call there. Barco and Petey playing. Yes. Essentially playing a front four, which I thought was yeah. pretty brave. Yeah. And, and there was a lot of intent to me behind that lineup, trotting it out that way, saying, we are going after your goal. We're going to come out here. This is our house. We're going to dominate you. And then LA Galaxy tried to push back on that towards the end of the first half. They tried to assert themselves and push back on Atlanta to try to, or no, it wasn't the end of the first half. It was the beginning of the second half, I think, is when they tried to really dictate a lot of the pace of play and ultimately ended up being pushed back despite their best efforts because Atlanta was able to really play with an ability to link up between players in a way that we haven't seen in the past couple of weeks, which was really, really nice to and see. And to Will's point, he said at least they came out and played. He said one of our more entertaining home, more entertaining home Absolutely. matches this season. Agreed. One of the most entertaining things we saw all day. Who did it better? I want to know in the trap. Who did it better? Antuna or Neymar? What? Did you not see whenever Antuna got hit? He was coming towards our goal second half. Uh, he gets hit uh, getting chased. I can't remember if it was, I think it was Escobar. It's like, a, I don't, I don't know. remember He, he fouled him, and then he tumbled about 12 times towards <laughs> did, the sideline. I did not see that. Mich- Michelle says close call. I agree. <laughs> I did not I, see I, that. Oh, oh, wait, no, unless she's talking to Joe Johnstone. But uh, it was a very name, like, it was, it was very Neymar-esque, and he got up pretty quickly right afterwards i did not see that that's funny yeah it was it was pretty great the he was kind of a pest all night for better or worse and then um i don't know they did come out and they played against us they kept the game a little open for us and i thought that played into our hand pretty well because you know the scoreline could have been a lot worse than it was i feel like or a lot better for us and a lot worse yeah. for la galaxy than it was and i think that we could have easily conceded a goal in that game too i mean if it weren't for at least one or two really big plays by miles robinson they have a one-on-one i mean that was that was the counter argument to the way that atlanta played in that match which was they played on the razor's edge and played really aggressively my favorite finishing move of all time by the way the razor's edge by razor (laughs) ramon the bad guy 
later known as Scott Hall. They really, I mean, they opened themselves up to a strong possibility to a counterattack, and they could have gotten exposed. And one or two opportunities that Galaxy created, if if Zlatan's in that game, I don't know if the scoreline ends up being the same. I don't think that Galaxy so much dominated that game as much as it is. I think they maybe have a little bit more of an opportunity to capitalize on some of those chances that they, they very clearly created. Yeah. Landon Schultz was saying, can we get a one to 10 rating? It was PD that hip checked him. Can we get a one to 10 rating on that hip check? Uh, PD got that card for, and then, uh, will at least I think it was that tackle. I think I know what you're talking about. And then will balance says. uh, uh, 10 with an exclamation point could have joined Clemson. I don't, I don't know what the hip check what reference is. is for. I don't even know what that means. Hip check reference. Is that to the national championship? Something like that? No, There's some sort so. of call you guys got away with whenever you were blowing uh, uh, Alabama out? Not that I remember. And it was only 3 nothing on Saturday, right? Didn't we only win 3 nothing? Am I crazy? No, they're talking about they lost 4 nothing to Portland. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. They lost 4 nothing to Portland twice. Um, no, absolutely. I, I give that to you. Um, that said, I, I just think it could have been a different result. I, I'm, I still think Atlanta wins that game considering the circumstances and what the opportunities. Plays? Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think that they maybe at least score a goal at least like they, there were a couple opportunities where they were on the back line and in the 18 that with, with a better yeah. individual there to capitalize on a shot or an opportunity to create one they maybe put one in. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. Anything Posit- else? Posit- oh, we didn't even get to the full. We didn't even pull out the full lineup, right? Yeah, we did. No, we didn't even talk about how Lorenowitz. We. Oh yeah. Rometty yeah. gets a rest. Yeah. Um, Tony Tony Nigel saying that he thinks it's nothing but that it was just he needed a rest. Yeah. So did Emerson Heinemann. Yeah. Um, I believe Greg was saying that he said uh, rested Rometty in a full match from Heinemann. He said they pulled in or they pulled work in July. They deserved a rest. That said, the rest of the lineup, we got Miram, who I thought played great. Oh, like, I he's endeared himself to me. He's in there tenfold, yeah. like yeah, tenfold since coming in. And he's become a bit of a Swiss Army knife for us. He really is because, and that's exactly what this this system needed over in he's, that position. He's really calm on the ball. He has a lot of skill on the ball. Very close like close quarters being yeah. able to dribble around yeah. people and being able to just the slightest feints yeah. and being able to yeah. fake people out. It's, it's great to create space. I felt like he and, and PD and, and Bart, like I thought the four of them all worked really well together yeah. up front. And I thought what was interesting about that lineup was Jeff Lorenowitz coming in and playing behind, um, with Nagby. Yeah. Right. And being able to, um, being able to be more of a defensive force than, uh, than, Remedy normally is. And one of the things that what they said in the, or what Jeff Lorenowitz said in the, the post game, he's like, DeBoer gave me two words before I went out there. He just said, coach them. Nice. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's kind of great. Yeah. Him coming out there. Cause I thought he had a great impact on that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really did love that lineup. Yeah, I did too. And the one thing I'll say, Gressel worked his ass off. He got, he did. He, he was gassed coming off. He definitely was. He definitely um, was. And I hope that he's had enough time to recover as we go into Tuesday. Do you see? Do you see that that same lineup? A hundred percent. Really? If if you see any changes, I think it's LGP for Pogba. 
But I think the rest of that holds. I feel like Pogba needs to start after seeing him. I seriously really thought I was impressed with him again on Saturday. But you don't, you don't, you can't, you Risk can't, it. yeah, you can't pull him in that situation with everything that's on stake. On stake, at stake ooh. for uh, like a Bernays or, or like, like a blue like cheese. Just, ooh, I don't know if I've ever had blue cheese. Oh, on a dude, steak. you are missing out. Sometimes my I just like it, salt, pepper, grill it, and it's done. Nah, you do some some blue cheese. I was watching him grilling with Bobby Flay this weekend. He did some steaks oh, yeah? on the grill. Put some blue cheese on there with a little bit of that brown butter on top. Oh, oh lord. You ever make brown butter on purpose? I made it on accident before. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever in the history of brown butter made it on purpose. It's always an accident. And it always tastes delicious. Oh, yeah. It always tastes delicious. Oh, yeah. Um, can we talk about t- with tomorrow? There's been a lot of talk in the trap. And also Kelly Francis of Unrelegated, I think, uh, posting that on Twitter about Joseph's Snapchat story about him being in Atlanta right now. Oh, so he didn't travel? Yeah, he wasn't on the plane. Magda says uh, he wasn't on the plane either. Neither was Pity? What? Okay. And Carlton still won't make the 18. Okay, this this can't be and this can't be real. Something the, must be happening. The flight is so short though that they, they can could come in easily tonight or go down morning. tomorrow. Yeah. But do they have to fly as a team? Can they take their own flights? Surely or they like that? can. I know their rules, at least in MLS. I don't know. Think in they terms might just of be US doing soccer. like a road trip together. <laughs> That's like... right. Magda just said road trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that scene out of Zoolander. They're all at the gas station. Oh, Kevin Brown, our road correspondent. Are you going down there tomorrow night? Are you going to be there? Are you already there? He said, uh, "Petey was in an Atlanta United story about traveling." So, okay, so uh, Tony, the Knights, only one, Tony Knights will saying Miram as striker confirmed. The only one, I mean, so is that that big of a concern if Joseph isn't traveling? I don't think with so. this lineup. No, no, no. It, it, with Barco and Pity both helping. What are you healthy. talking? What are you talking about concern wise? You talking about us winning, or you talking about the potential winning. that Joseph's hurt? Oh no, I don't think he's hurt. Okay, I think it's the concern just about him winning. not traveling. Yeah. I uh, can't imagine it's an injury. We would have heard about it if it was an injury. I'm never concerned with us losing against Orlando. All right. Because Fair it's never enough. happened. And that's a good point. So, But what if it comes to PKs? And they move the whole wall again. <laughs> that was pretty impressive. Oh, you took they took the, the only fans in the stadium and put them in a, They ran to the empty spot? You know, they still haven't sold it out. They've got tickets as low as fifteen dollars right you now. You know why? Didn't they bar Georgia addresses from buying tickets down there? They sure enough did. That's some fucking shady shit. Oh my god! How is that even possible? How can you do that? Yeah. How yeah. is that legal? I don't know. You 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 are barring a, a group of individuals from participating in a in a public event. I from mean, spending I, their money, where do you, where are you so buying weird. those? Where are you buying those tickets from, though? I don't feel like on Ticketmaster you have to even put in an address. I feel like you just have to put in your first name, last name, and an email address. Is this fake news? Have you I, tried it? I haven't, but I don't want to accidentally spend money. Granted, it only be I mean, fifteen bucks. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'd buy it just to make sure one of their assholes couldn't sit in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Out of spite, shit. I'm buying a whole row. <laughs> that would actually be pretty incredible. <laughs> We should have all like found a fake. Ad. If that's the case, we should have all like found somebody's should have grandma. Got SunTrust to sponsor that shit. Yes, sponsor <laughs> sponsor a card stunt in another stadium. <laughs> <laughs> 
That'd be amazing. Uh, uh. Jeffrey Goldenstein has a great point. I, I don't want to make any... Uh, never mind. Service charge is probably more than $25 to begin with coming from Ticketmaster. So, yeah. It's it's the worst, right? The the Ticketmaster... The yeah, Ticketmaster... it's so bad. It's so bad. Service fees. They're, yeah. Sometimes they're more expensive than the tickets. It's insane. It's insane. We, there, um, do you remember that? Did you ever get part Ooh. of that class action lawsuit? What? That's not good room temperature. No? Uh-uh. You want another one? One of these, yeah. Okay. Do, do you, do you a Joe up. Patrick pour? Well, you gonna I'll stay the me. night tonight? <laughs> no. Do like it does. <laughs> it doesn't have the little the little handle on it for you to drink it like Ron Swanson <laughs> to go bottoms up with. The... I just turn it up. Um, just go Leonard Skinner on this thing. Uh, it, it, Greg brings up another point. All the teams have their own app that all use the Ticketmaster API, and I gotta have it separate from my damn Ticketmaster account. And it's really frustrating. I have like ten logins for between the Hawks and the Braves and the and all Atlanta are United. Some of them are, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's. Huh. I must not be doing it right, but it's it's really annoying. It's really annoying that you have to buy, put in a new or download a new app and put in new information mm. every single time. Mm. Yeah, Greg says, "Where's the white claw?" That's what I want to know. This is truly. It is truly. It is truly. I think we're gonna do some hashtag content. With Kevin tonight, we have a, at least one I'll just shotgun. Four trulys back to back to back. No, I'm gonna do five. I'm gonna do five stripe. <laughs> five stripe truly. We have at least one can of truly, one can of white claw, and then one can of bone and viv. I think that one's bone and viv. And then there might be what's the other one? Bubbly. There might be another one in there. No, it's it's truly white claw and, and bone and viv. Bonnie bear. Bonnie bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what we're gonna do? We're gonna do some hashtag content. We're gonna see if Kevin can shotgun all three of them, and then which one tastes best whenever you're shotgunning them. Oh, which one? And then I'm gonna <laughs> vomit it out, and it's gonna be like a suicide or a kamikaze on the, <laughs> on the machine. But no sugar. That's true. No sugar. So you should it's be, be good really there. Really great. It's just gonna be all the indigestion I can get from it. Uh, how are you guys feeling in the trap? Let us know how you're feeling about tomorrow night's game. Yeah, Bone Ant Viv, but we're talking about the first Ant Viv, mm-hmm. the original Ant Viv, mm-hmm. not the replacement one. All right, that was always Uncle so Phil. weird. Can we talk about that too? Can, can we, we talk we... about Uncle Phil? Can we rest talk... in peace. Yes, yes. Okay, he was continue. he was amazing. I just wanted to have a moment of silence. Can we talk about? I guess it only happened a handful of times, but whenever they did like mid series replacement of major characters in shows, like Ant oh, yeah. Viv in or um, in Fresh Prince. And then you had Becky and Roseanne. She switched. For, I think after two seasons, Sarah Chalk took over that role. It was very weird. I'm trying to think of other ones that that's happened on. Most of the time, you see it in like pilots. Like New Girl did that. Yeah, and, and New Girls was more like. The and salu- it was funny because they brought it back. Yeah, which it was is pretty. Great. It was more like salute your shorts too, because yeah. Mike Mike was like the quirky guy, and then after the first season, they brought in Pinsky, who ended up being part of that band, Rilo yeah. Kylie. Yeah. He's a basis for Rilo Kylie, I think. Um, I don't know. That's very, very weird. I wish a movie would do that. <laughs> it's like midway through the movie, just scene cuts, and then it's a completely different actor for the rest of the movie. Wait, isn't that? Oh, I think that happened on necessity. I was going to say the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. I don't. That is a reference I do not get. That was Heath. I think Heath Ledger's last movie, oh. and they brought in like Johnny Depp to play part of the movie. Oh, and they did they that brought... for that Kevin Spacey movie, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. What was that? 
I don't remember. Oh, no, no, no. All the money and in the world. Yeah, yeah exactly. They yeah, Gregory, <laughs> not Gregory Peck. Was it Christopher Plummer? I was like, Christopher Plummer looks like he's in front of a green screen this entire movie. They just reshot it with this old man in the middle. Oh, yeah. They did it with uh, Rhodey in Avengers from Iron Man 1 and 2. Oh, That's yeah. Right. Because Terrence Howard asked for too much money, and Don Cheadle was yeah. like, I'll take this. <laughs> Brandon Vasquez for Romario Williams <laughs> this season for Atlanta United. <laughs> well fucking done. That was a mid-season, that was a mid-season change in, uh, in in casting, so that's great. What's up, Octavio? Definitely yes, not yes. going to be able to beat that one. That's uh, great. Yeah, and and Bruce Banner. This is correct. This is technically correct. I got this wrong at a at a trivia night. What you wrong at trivia? I don't believe it. Where they asked about, um, like the first person to play Bruce Banner in the MCU, and I was like, this has to be like it was Eric Banner. Eric Banner, yeah. No, apparently Ed Norton's Hulk was the first Hulk in the MCU, like whenever they restarted or whenever they oh, like that's first so started. Stupid. Yeah, but then they never did another one after that. Well, then... what about Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, Lou Ferrigno, get him now. He was great, and I love you, man. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. He definitely was. Brandon, uh, is Brandon Vasquez healthy? Vasquez? Yeah. I didn't know he had an injury. Oh yeah, he did. That's right. I forgot yeah, about I, that. I couldn't remember if he was on the bench on Saturday or not, and whether he would be available for tomorrow if Joseph if Joseph wasn't able to go. Uh, I, I figured I figured he was still hurt. Um, Will says he's hurt. Yeah. So it's either it's either Tito or Justin Merrim if Joseph's not able to play up front. Tito right? has proven to be the super sub of all super subs against Orlando, so I think it <sighs> ends up being Miram with the start. But I think Tito comes in early and he ends up scoring again against Orlando. The lion tamer, and I hope he pulls his, or, his shorts up. Sorry, I didn't mean to blow you out. Or if Joseph didn't travel, do we see Tito up top? That's what I just said. I thought it, you were saying Tito up top instead of Miram, or like uh, over on wing instead no, of Miram. No, no, sorry, no, no, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got. Mixed I meant, up. I meant if Joseph's not there, who plays instead of him, Tito or Miram? Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, it would be Tito. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. With his speed. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm excited Unleash for tomorrow, him. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think we're we're great. I don't think no matter which way you want to cut that game, I think we're good. Chop it up, chopper style. One thing I will say, Orlando's coming in hot off of a big win against FC Dallas this past weekend. A much needed win for them to to keep their dwindling playoff hopes alive. Uh currently sitting 8th, I believe, in the East. It's either Eighth or ninth, but again, there's only six points separating first from like tenth or something in the East, which is crazy to me. Um, NYCFC, big game for Atlanta United this weekend coming up against them. But Orlando, you can't write them off. You know, they're playing at home, they're playing for something, arguably one of the two things that they can still like. They win, they're in the final for the Open Cup. That's huge for them considering they may or may not get left out of the playoffs again. They're, they're playing for something huge, and they're going to act accordingly. I think. Yeah, they're going to try and get their damn trophy, finally. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, Justin Johnson says, uh, thanks for joining. He says he's just uh, he's late joining, unfortunately. Joseph is hurt. 
yeah, and Brittany asked saying he's he's probably just resting. I, I don't think that he's hurt, to your point, Kevin. I don't I don't think that's a thing. And maybe what? he does just make a trip trip down. Joseph. Oh uh, yeah. I don't think he's hurt. Um no, I again I feel feel good about tomorrow. I think that we're gonna come out and I think that does the game tomorrow count towards is is Joseph Joseph's record right now is just regular season. Correct. Right. So tomorrow doesn't count if you It's just score. MLS play. It's it's both actually. There's regular season and they combine the goals with playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it doesn't it doesn't lapse if he doesn't score an open cup play. Oh, oh, you're talking about the straight games. No, yeah. no, no, it doesn't. Are no. you sure? Yes. Okay. And even if he missed a game in MLS, like he didn't play, it wouldn't his streak would still continue the next game that he right. played. Yes. Right. But I just want to make sure if if he doesn't score against Orlando that it doesn't because he's got to break it, man. He's tied it two years in a row. He's got to break it this year. Got to break it. What's your score prediction against Orlando? Three one. Yeah. Us. Yeah. I feel good about tomorrow. There's no reason for me not to. We're starting to get healthy. We have a fluidity to the team with Barco injected. Is P- that assuming? P- is that assuming Joseph starting with or without him? I think I think the way that PD and Barco were playing on on Saturday and Merrim too, I have no doubts about our ability to produce on offense. Um, I am I'm not worried about the back line. We still have the second best goals allowed in in MLS, if I'm not mistaken, um, or maybe it's third. NYCFC have played so few games, but the the continuity between that back three, if we were to play a back three bringing LGP in, switching him out for Pogba, switching him out for Escobar. There's going to be a little bit, not a learning curve, but it, it just seems like they're going to be different partners back there all the time. And I, I feel like that might be a little shaky at times, but I have no faith or I have no, um, no doubt that we're going to come out of tomorrow with a victory. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really afraid of what will let's say. I think we lose two nil, one weird goal, one breakdown. Orlando has to win at some point. Um, I think if Joseph's starting, it's a, it's a two two nil win, two one maybe. I don't know, man. I I haven't. It's weird. I I feel like every time we do this, it's just a shot in the dark because I don't watch enough of. I, I watch some games whenever I have an opportunity, like last night watching the DC Philly game. But I haven't been studying Orlando aside from a couple of highlights, and clearly they're coming off of a, a much needed win. And I think that's going to be a big momentum boost. Just thinking hypothetically here, um, Atlanta clearly has the ability to win. So, and I think to, uh, who was it? Justin Johnson, Justin Johnson, who mentioned the fans cussing out Guzan, the all-star game and all that. We got to punish them tomorrow. I think that's going to be playing in some of their heads, um, because of the reception that they received wherever they were just down there last week. So I think it's going to be a choppy game. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a red card in this game, Hmm. which could end up dictating a lot of it because I think emotions are going to be flying pretty high because of what's on the line. It's not just a regular season game. It's win, win or go home. Um, coming off of the all-star game, coming off of two teams that had really, really significant wins this past weekend um, for different reasons. I think it could get chippy, and ultimately I don't think it's going to be the score line that dictates that game. I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be I'm – gonna, I'm just going to say there's going to be a, at least a red card in that game. Go ahead and throw it out there, and then ultimately that that'll decide the result one way or the other. Yeah, I like what a lot of people are saying in the trap, though. 
If Miram I, scores, I want to see it. Yeah, just willing Justin Miram to. I want to no, see No, I think it'll be like him pushing his ears forward, <laughs> wanting to hear it. Oh, that'd be great. We got to will him to win. That would be great. So the aforementioned NYCFC were looking like the best team at one point in the East, especially Philly was looking like he was. they were on a down downward spiral. And NYCFC have games in hand. They lose to Real Salt Lake on the road 3-1 on Saturday. They play Houston midweek, and then they come and they play us at home. Yeah. Um, This could be our, like, we're still, we're not in first, but. It's a six-point game for us. It and is. for them. Yes, I mean, yeah. absolutely. And all we need is Philly to. We play. We play them two more times. One more time after this match this season, right? I believe we still have so. To play yeah. them there two times for the season. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I haven't, I haven't watched enough of NYCFC this year. I haven't either. I do know from at least from watching highlights and all that that they're uh, a pretty good team. Uh, How about s- Philly, man? Yes. Coming a out last that- night, we we've been kind of sliding them the past few weeks because I think deservedly so they've they'd looked like paper tigers right. they'd come out and they'd stamped a lead or lead on on the east for a while and then we started to see them look like they were collapsing and then in comes DC United last night yep no they went to DC or sorry they went is, to DC sorry yeah and three minutes in Alejandro Bedoya puts a goal in and then the shout heard around the country yeah him going to the corner flag um, and and yelling, what he yelled, whatever. I I mean, and then them getting a red card from DC, and then just pouring it on. It was yeah. At one point, it was three nothing, then three one, or maybe it was two one. It was three one. It was yeah. four one. Then five one is how it finished, or was it four one? I think it's finished four one. If I'm not mistaken, maybe they got one at the very end, but I thought it was four one. If I wasn't, I'm pretty sure it was four one. Five one. No, they must have got one right at the end. I didn't see that one. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was five one. They had. I think Bedoya had uh, one. Marco Favion had two, um, and then Fafa Pico had one, and Prisbilko had one. So the interesting thing Elliot even mentions is that NYC have a midweek game this week. Well, so do we in a lot in a lot of ways. And I think the the thing that helps us is that they're traveling twice basically because they're traveling to Houston. You said and they're traveling here. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday. They go to they go to Houston. So um, it's th- no, it's Thursday actually. So Thursday they go play at Houston. Okay, and then they I come feel a lot better a about that. Week. I yeah. feel a lot better about that. I think Atlanta can pick up a win, being with a little bit more rest, clicking and firing on all cylinders. Either way, I think that having this match against Orlando will be good for this team, regardless of the result, because they'll be able to take a lot of things and and refine and, and figure things out against NYC with enough time to rest. It's almost like you've got a full week because you're going from Tuesday to Sunday. So that helps. Um, yeah. Especially relatively <clears throat> speaking. I mean, Greg points out, he says, don't we all have midweek games when you really think about it? We do. But at the same time, like Kevin said, I mean, we have five days of rest mm-hmm. and they only have, you know, two uh, days of rest. what might be, we haven't had many draws. I could see that being a draw. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh, see that being a one-one. The Benz has become a fortress. I don't think that we're gonna. What's have we broken our consecutive wins at home streak now? With that win against Galaxy. What do you mean? Oh, record? Yeah, 
I don't know. What was it before? I want to say it was like eight or something. Eight or nine. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought for some reason we had broken it or we're getting close to. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be a fun week. So speaking of DC, I wanted to bring up um, Wayne Rooney. Yeah. There is apparently, apparently he is either heading to Darby County or Burnley. And it looks like it's towards the end of the season, but I think he is making the trip across the pond as we speak, if not had already started as and are, is already back there. He um, looks like at the end of the season, he's, he's going to, from what I read, it looked like Darby County is where he's going to be going. Newly promoted Darby County. When? End of the season. Okay. So this is, I mean, we all saw DC having a run this year. They've clearly done that. Lucho Acosta is probably gone too. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they finish it up because they, knowing he's gone, it'll be interesting not not just to see how DC finishes it up, but to see how he finishes it up and how dedicated he is to winning a title, knowing yeah. he doesn't want to overexert himself and blow a potential paycheck and move after the fact. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like they have some good young pieces there, but at the same time, you lose. Wayne Rooney's obviously not in his prime, but he's still a very impactful player and one of their key players at this point. But you do run the potential. Most likely, you're going to lose Lucho Costa, who's arguably their best playmaker. And, yeah, he's... uh, Oh, yeah, and then uh, Kevin Brown says Paul Nipple has interest at other clubs. (laughs) My favorite thing, I still want to do that New York Post article. It says Areola exposed <laughs> against uh, Atlanta United. Um, ha- to Michelle's point, has the FDB out narrative subsided yet or no? I think it depends on if Atlanta doesn't win more than like if if Atlanta doesn't win for more than two consecutive games, people will be screaming for Frank's head until the end of time. I think until he wins a championship. Yeah, I think it is. It is. It is so far infested itself into the the supporter fan base for this club that those that are willing to go with the flow, see with see the benefits of what Frank's done this season with ten games left, having us first in the East or second in the East, whatever it is now that after Philly's game, and seeing that it's not all doom and gloom. And next year you would expect it be a repeat, if not better, because he has his own recruiting class to put it in college football terms coming into next year. Stick to soccer. (laughs) Um, Front office, do something. Frank DeBoer out. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, You know, those that are Frank DeBoer out are always going to be that way. There's no, in my experience, there's no changing those opinions or those minds once it's in there. And whenever you're not hearing them, they're just waiting for their chance to speak up. Yeah. And all they need is the opportunity. So I think that, I think that that has, because it was so prevalent and has been so much this first season, aside from a championship, I don't think it's ever going to go away. Yeah. Kevin Brown says, uh, there were people who wanted Tata out until the whistle blew in the MLS cup final. It's just what happens. It's Mm -hmm. true. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. It, and uh, Stuck's point. If we lose semis tomorrow, we'll hear FDB out again. 
I yep. have no doubt. I had one last topic I wanted to bring up just to see if I'm crazy and if I'm the only one to do this. How do you eat your sandwiches? What, Whenever you're actually taking a bite, what bun is in what position? It depends on the sandwich. A hamburger. Which bun is on top whenever you're actually biting into it? It depends on where from. Really? Yeah. Just depending on how they dress it? Yeah. How they dress it, what type of bun it is. Like Burger King buns, I want the bun on the bottom. It's a texture thing. Oh, the sesame seed on yeah. the bottom. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's different for me. Like some I'll go, but like I just, I pick and choose. Cause I also at Chick-fil-A, most of the time I only eat half the bun. Cause no. it's just, cause it's just chicken and bread. It's thick. So I don't it's want the extra C's, bread. Yeah. So I normally do top bun for that. Cause it's just, it's just a little bit more satisfying than bottom bun. So it depends. I totally get where you're coming from though. I always eat the, I caught myself not – this is the first time I can remember in a really long time that I didn't eat bottom bun top. We were at Village Burger over in Tucker, which is a fantastic spot if you guys haven't been there. And I caught myself eating top bun top, and I was just – what I, it kind of blew my mind because it was the first time I had done that. And I don't, I don't think I've ever consciously – Now, what do you do with Texas toast? How do you know which way's up and which way's down? Um, You know. Like you get that. Oh, you know. But what if you got that – Barbecue bacon cheese, that barbecue barbecue bacon toster, BCB toaster. Uh huh. Got the onion ring on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You need that the on the barbecue bottom. sauce. On yeah. That's a good thing. Go hit up Sonic after that. <laughs> There's one right around the corner so. from here. Um, ooh, tomato on top bun or bottom bun? It's top bun to me. Tomato on top or bottom? Yeah. Top. Yeah, you got to go top. Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. Man, we just need to have a whole sandwich podcast. We do. Yeah. Real hungry now. Um, tomato Max- in the trash. <laughs> so Brian said, "Tomato in the trash." Uh, Magda said, "Don't get her started on sandwich theory." See, I came up with this whole thing, and I will leave you guys with this, and I'm not going to actually explain it. But we, I, I went on this whole thing about how I was going to write a thesis on the partial hamburger theory in college. What do you mean? Like trying to prove that there's no such thing as partial nudity. It's either you're nude or you're not. Just like if you have a hamburger and you take part of it away, it's still a hamburger. It's not a partial hamburger. Talking about like whenever you get the preview at a movie, it's like this is rated R for partial nudity or brief nudity, whatever. But who would ever say anything other than hamburger? Who would ever try to make the argument? That's my point. Is it they're they're absolutes, right? It's a hamburger, whether it's a half of a hamburger or not, it's still a hamburger. Oh, you mean like if somebody get, but who's giving you half a hamburger? First of all, don't be fucking friends with them. No, because it, that is you talking a about disaster. whenever I used to whenever Matthew was working at Sonic and I would order a burger and it would come out half eaten. Oh, <laughs> <an asshole. Yeah. laughs> but how about those grilled stuffed breakfast burritos from Sonic that I'd come whipping up? The Moe's burrito that I would make with Frito. <laughs> I'd make a Frito wrap the size just of a Just might as well take burrito. a cheese grater to the inside of your mouth. All those Fritos. Just mm. shredding it. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Um, still Go-Gurt for uh, grilled stuff burritos. Though, right? I want to ask. I want somebody to do this and film it because I feel like Kevin's never going to actually do it. I've, I do it every time. <laughs> what are you talking about? Somebody in the trap. Record That's a, all re- I do. Record a video of yourself doing this and put it on Twitter for us and just and, and add us. Rip, Get a grilled stuff burrito from Taco Bell. Or rip, come on the show and do it live. <laughs> pop the top off. And like then eat like it, a go Eat it like a go 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. you get all that just raw sour cream in the bottom <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How is it never on top? <laughs> or just the line through the vein. Like, I want the vein of Swiss Swiss cream. <laughs> oh, Swiss cream sounds disgusting. I want the vein of sour cream down the middle of my grilled stuffed burrito. Is that too much to ask for? Yeah. I mean, you got the caulk gun. <laughs> Brittany S. says, uh, who do y'all want, Portland or Minnesota? In the Taco US, Bell now. <laughs> in the U.S. Open Cup final. Um, expansion bros for the cup. That would be interesting. Yeah. Let's see. Us versus Minnesota. I don't really harbor any ill will against Minnesota. I don't. Liam Ridgewell doesn't really play for Portland anymore, Why? so I don't really harbor any ill will against them. Do, you think, do you think Portland goes to the final, Brittany? I don't know. They're playing tomorrow night. So That'd be interesting. Yeah. The untied cup. No, I think Portland. Or, I mean, I think Minnesota. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, United Cup. I like the sound of that. I don't want to let you guys go. I'm sorry. We're, we're, we're all out of ideas, I guess. Yeah. Excited for tomorrow. Um, excited to be given the chance to do better than we have in years past in open cup and against a opponent that we can all get behind. So where are you guys going to watch it at before we start closing this thing out? Why don't you guys, uh, where, let's, let's, where's the community meet and greets happening at tomorrow? Where's everybody watching the matches? I know, uh, two places that we're very fond of elder tree pub down in East Atlanta village and Hudson FC up in uh Brookhaven Two two of our favorite spots where you guys typically go watch games at should be a fun one tomorrow for sure. Yeah. Get a sandwich. You can go to go to Hudson FC. Get you a spaghetti sandwich. A grilled grilled spaghetti and cheese sandwich. Yeah, there is no top and bottom. There's just only sadness at the end of that one. It's just it is a marathon, not a sprint. Looks like Brew House. uh, Michelle and and Greg both. Oh, nice. Towards going to Brew House. Right on. Right on. So yeah, um, interesting game tomorrow. Looking forward to it. You going to be out there Sunday, Tim? What? Sorry, I'm just reading what Kevin said. I don't know what. Oh, that is. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't take anatomy, Kevin. Oh, that's that's gross. Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I want, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. This is terrible, terrible audio quality. Um, so you're gonna be out there Sunday, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Just right up the shaft with that sour cream. You got it. You got it. I mean, I want my grilled stuffed burrito to really stuff me, you know? I just want to be stuffed with this. This makes me think of what Kevin Brown and I coining one night at Station Soccer, is the last thing I'll say, coining an order at Popeyes. Because there's the Popeyes that's right there. Go in and order the total recall. Three a three breast meal. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Going to the game on Sunday? Yes. We will be there. I'll be there, too. Maybe we can try to get a little um, rendezvous going on in the atrium. Stay tuned to Twitter for details. At Home Before Dark. That's before spelled B. And the number four, Justin Johnson going to Chattanooga uh, this weekend, watching the match on Sunday. Be sure to go check out eighteen. He'll be he'll be at the game on Sunday, but he'll be watch, he's from Chattanooga. I'm guessing he'll be at the he'll no, be at he home says, watching. I'll be watching from home in Chattanooga. Yeah. Oh, 
But oh, I'll tomorrow. Be, yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Oh, you're from Chattanooga. I need to get you to bring me some. And Greg, Greg is correct. We he said uh, we need our name sets. We still do on those jerseys. We still need to get some. Bootlegs. Oh, I know. I know. I found. Of course, I saw bootlegs walk into the Marta a couple of weeks ago. I didn't have any cash on me, so I'm gonna Sunday. I'm going to plan to go out there to the tailgate. It's been a while since I've been out at the tailgate, and I'm bringing cash to try to hunt down some bootleg jerseys so that I can get one to get that name set put on there. Uh, if you guys have name sets, custom name sets, uh, check out For the Culture. They they do all of those, and they're pretty fucking awesome. So uh, check us out on Twitter, at Home Before Dark. That's before spelled B in the number four, or wherever you find social media. Instagram. Yeah. Be sure to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts to hear it read aloud on the show. Uh, hit a subscribe or thumbs up, bell icon, bell holcom uh, to get a notification whenever we go live on YouTube each and every week. We will figure out a way to do more re- remote uh, call-ins with Lee in the future and Dan. Hope to see him back soon uh, now that school's back in. I know that he had a fun, family-filled off season in the summer so uh he's got so much family all you parents all you parents know what the struggle is and all of you that aren't parents you know what the struggle is now that school's back in session with monday morning commute traffic yeah so uh thank you guys so much for tuning in no voicemails wait i think we did have a voicemail did we i think i did see one come in michelle on point i love it i love it um hold on i'm pretty sure it's going to be so disappointing if it's not there because I don't don't remember getting a notification. I remember getting a notification. Yeah, it just says transcription not available. It's like a three second recording from some number that doesn't exist. Oh, uh, so it must have just been uh, a wrong yeah. number. It okay. was just a robo dial or well, a wrong number. If you want to get your voicemails in, phone lines are always open six seven eight eight two seven three two nine seven. Again, that is six seven eight three two seven eight two nine seven. Yeah. All right. See you next time. As always, be home before dark. Bye, guys. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.